How exactly has the car industry managed to get away with this for all these years, especially at the retail coalface? So up next, the ugly truth about the Ming Mole. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, but this report is not actually about that. It's about a pressing societal issue. See, last week on my Ask Me Anything live stream, which is 8.30pm every Thursday evening, Sydney time, at the risk of sounding like confession time at the local urologist, I had something of a problem with my stream live. I hate that. I just couldn't squeeze it all out contiguously at the end. And I really don't know why. It was either a YouTube problem or an NBN problem or both. Anyway, my flow became intermittent. And for you out there, it was kind of hard to swallow. And I do hate that. I felt like I had more in me, frankly. But I was compelled to end it early. Most dissatisfying. Right when I was explaining the whole Ming Mole phenomenon in response to a question from you. So let us talk about that now and clear this issue all up. What are Ming Moles exactly and why do I at times refer to them? <clears throat> okay, so Ming, not the dude from Flash Gordon, the evil emperor. Ming was a form of automotive protection back in the olden days, like way back back when women were still throwing it at me occasionally, which is hard to imagine, I know, even for me. Ming was a classic upsell at a car dealership, right? Like, you know the endurance event, okay? The sales guy wearing you down endlessly with a gun at your head, metaphorically, signs a papers, old man, kind of thing. Meet the sales manager and he's closing you and he's trying to make you think that he's approving a deal that the sales guy can't approve because it's just so damn sharp, but they're really just giggling behind their hands at you standing there holding your ankles like that, blithely unaware. <laughs> and let's not forget, you've already been interviewed by the finance guy who's been trained in the Idi Amin interest rate method. Yes, and then you lose the circulation in your hands over the trade-in negotiation because that's never a stress-free experience, is it? And finally, glass a cherry on the icing of the car procurement cake is a hot chick, I'm generalising, in a tight blouse, those buttons only just adequate in the domain of load restraint, and her mission is to look hot and suggestive and sell you accessories, generally the ones that you don't need. She goes in through the wallet. It's a kind of keyhole surgery. <laughs> in the trade, this important sales role is invariably referred to, at least in Australia, as the Ming Mole. And I am not making this up. Not at all. Every senior executive in every car maker in the country knows who and what a Ming Mole is. No context is required for any discussion with these people on this issue. Every dealer principal, every sales manager at every dealership, every car company company and company <laughs> wonk, they go, yeah, the Ming Mole, certainly know what that is. Visually, this is kind of what I'm talking about.
The Ming Mole's somewhat straightforward objective is to look hot and suggestive, and thereby sell you shit that you don't need. At the dealerships, typically extortionate, one billion percent markup rate. The tinting that you can get at a third of the cost from a dude in a van with plumber's crack independently in the driveway at your home, the paint protection and the fabric protection that you just don't need, the rust proofing perhaps that they still sell despite the fact, the fact, that new cars are galvanised and therefore they do not rust. Hotness in a spandex and elastane blend <laughs> with high tensile buttons and perhaps bolt-ons. Literally a frontal assault on one's capacity for objectivity and self-restraint. The implied promise of the Ming Mole has the innate ability to make anything, everything, seem like a damn good idea, at least in the moment. She's a closer, right? A proper closer. That saxophone holder for your new Hilux? Sure, why not? An umbrella rack? What a clever idea. Rooftop ashtray cleaning kit. Hey, I'll take two. I've always wanted to take up smoking, right? It's like that. See, attractiveness, so compelling. And the ideal Ming Mole has the Goldilocks blend of two key attributes. As I see it, it's like the intersectionality between beauty and hotness. Beauty is, of course, that classic, wholly aesthetic quality, right? There's hardly any raunch in beauty, like Natalie Portman or Bella Hadid, that kind of thing. Beauty. It's very clean and quite wholesome. It's, in a sense, a pure quality. But I'd suggest hotness is kind of different. Like, well, on my world, if you ramp the hotness factor to 110%, you get porn star. Porn stars don't have to be beautiful, right? But they have to be hot. It's a prerequisite. They can be a bit beautiful, but they must be hot. Too much beauty can even be something of a liability in this domain. Ming moles are kind of like that. They have to move you viscerally. Mainly hot. Dash of beauty. Kind of optional dash, right? Kind of like this. All of this moves me to consider recent societal reforms and about-faces in our attitudes, okay? Take, for example, the flack that Jordan Peterson appears to cop for merely suggesting that the gender pay gap is more complex than it seems at first glance. What about when he suggests that equality is good in the domain of allowing people to have choice equally, but bad in the domain of mandating specified societal outcomes? All this makes me wonder how the Dickensian car industry in this fine nation of Shitsville in the 21st century is even allowed to sustain a place for a Ming Mole. It's an archaic practice at best. At least that's how it seems to me. Like, take the Me Too movement, okay? The high-profile cases. Roger Ailes, Bill O'Reilly, Megan Kelly, Fox News, Louis C.K., etc. It's a pretty long list, isn't it? And yet, the Ming Moles persist here. 
The industry appears to get a free pass in Australia. I do not know where this exemption from scrutiny derives from. I, I just don't. It's not just this high-profile stuff either. The quest for equality is everywhere today. It pervades society. Here's an example. Our sewer line backs up, upstream of our joint, a couple of months back, okay? The manhole in the back corner of our yard starts to overflow. And I have to say, only the dog found this most engaging and entertaining. She's going, yes. So I go inside and I wash my hands about 15 times and I get on the phone to Sydney Water. A very pleasant young lady on the other end of the line, definitely not Ming Mole material, responds to my inquiry with a simple question. Where is the nearest access chamber? And here am I, a reformed engineer, and I'm drawing this blueprint in my head, and it is entitled Basic Sewage System, and I cannot find anywhere to affix that particular label, you know? Access chamber. Hashtag fail. So I inquire, I submit to defeat, I inquire, access chamber. And she goes, somewhat reluctantly, Sir, we used to call them manholes. And I thought, Jesus, if this is actually the front line of the war on sexism, it's already been won. We're well overdue for a ceasefire, surely. All those young girls, I'm thinking, who grew up wanting to unblock sewers for a living but were tragically and systematically shunned by a sexist nomenclature system such as this, including the term manhole. Just incredible. It makes me sick. So, as I see it, I kind of sit here and wage war largely on bullshit. Bullshit attitudes and practices in the car industry, mainly. And my main weapon in this war is satire. And to me, satire is like gentle humiliation, using exaggeration and parody to jam the point home. You know what I mean? Jamming the point home. Yes, the point jamming at home. In the manner of the mighty King Dick Roger Podgerson. You can see that there. What a beautiful device. <laughs> Where were we? Satire simply beats thumping the table in the manner of Alan Jones or Alex Jones. Am I right? So I kind of invented this entire fictional world for the Ming Moles, right? A world where totally hot chicks could find themselves a legitimate aspirational career outside of pornography. A world where being a professional Ming Mole is just as socially endorsed and aspirational as being a lawyer or a scientist or a CEO. Yes. A world where a Ming Mole doesn't have to apologise for being a Ming Mole. I think we all want that. Of course, for this to occur, the Ming Moles would also need a representative council to rival the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries or perhaps the Australian Automotive Dealer Association. So I made up an entirely fictional Royal Australasian Ming Mole Association, or RAMA <laughs> for short. Kate Blanchett could perhaps be their patron, or the Queen, or even Camilla, actually, now that I think about it, Camilla. It doesn't really matter. Someone with appropriate cred of that nature. Retardistan has had an orange troll as a president for four long years, so this really doesn't sound all that far-fetched to me in the domain of things that might be imagined. 
According to sydneyfeminists.org, and I must specify here that this is the first time and probably the last time that I have ever visited their website, oddly enough. There are still serious inequalities within our own social system. Apparently these inequalities include the gender pay gap, women still doing 70% of the housework, and Shitsville ranking 49th in the world behind Rwanda, Cameroon and Afghanistan in terms of women's representation in the House of Representatives. Apparently these are, allegedly, just the tip of the extant sexist inequality iceberg. These are just some of a long list of inequalities women face in Australia. These remaining inequalities do not include use of the term manhole, obviously, but they do include the use of the term mankind, allegedly, to describe humanity. Plus, the fact that calling a man a, quote, pussy or a girl is the ultimate insult. A small point of order on this particular issue, feminists. Without wanting to get right into it specifically, there are far better insults. I should know. I've used many of them routinely in the course of my life. Pro tip on this, okay? Insults of this nature, calling a man a pussy or a girl, they orbit the allegation that the recipient is in fact something he is generally not. Not a suggestion that being a woman is somehow inferior to being a man. So there's that. A man just doesn't want other men alleging that he is a girl, generally. Like, I don't know. There are probably a small number of men out there today who kind of do want that. It's all very confusing lately, but I think in general, I'm on the pace with this one. I do wonder, in fact, where the feminists actually sit on Ming Moles. Are they for or against them? Is it a choice thing or a repression thing? I really cannot decide. Like, honestly, I can't decide. Ming Moles address the gender pay gap, certainly. Like, it's a pretty lucrative gig if you can make budget every month. And if you really want to be a Ming Mole, if that's all you've ever wanted to be since you were knee-high to a grasshopper, I suppose you really should have the right to make that choice without anybody else judging you for it. So there's that. Is there really anything wrong with looking hot and maybe flashing the puppies occasionally to close a sale to a receptive audience of potential customers? Really? It's hardly as if it's unpleasant for the target in the moment. He's enjoying himself. There doesn't seem to be any real harm done, except, of course, you know, financially. But the whole hotness and selling thing, however engaging, it does seem somewhat demeaning, as, as well as at loggerheads to the virtue signalling that a lot of car makers indulge in with their high-profile, above-the-line marketing. Admittedly, many of these car companies go broke by being so unbelievably woke, and I'm looking at you, Holden. That worked out pretty well, didn't it? But it doesn't seem aligned with the expectations of some among us still having a Ming Mole in a dealership, right? In the 1970s, of course, all you needed to do to sell basically any car was to drape a hot chick in a swimsuit prominently over it. Such an easy formula with so many permutations. It was endless. And this has admittedly been a staple for quite some time. But it wasn't all bikinis, okay? Not at all. This one in particular is preposterously demeaning through the lens of currency. 
Can you imagine a car maker doing that today? There would be a riot, and not just a virtual riot on social media. You'll have to pause the video here and read the copy to get the full impact of this atrocious advertisement. But it was a legitimate advertisement at the time. And that's what makes this sort of thing so perverse, right? Our attitudes have evolved about what's acceptable publicly. But in fairness, the car industry was not the only one doing this kind of thing way back then in the day. <sighs> Unbelievable. Way to sell coffee, Chase and Sanborn. Well done. We have come rather a long way in the context of behaviour deemed acceptable or emphatically otherwise. I think you'd agree. So, against this technicolour backdrop of acceptability and evolution, I wonder, like, I sincerely wonder why this somewhat sexist corner of the retail landscape has managed to escape such scrutiny. Is it simply because the Ming Mole is so damn effective at the job she does. Industries do tend to value return on investment above everything else, and the Ming Mole, like the right Ming Mole, remains absolutely a license for any dealership to print money. Anyway, it seems to me that the persistence of the Ming Mole in the face of societal reforms is a gift editorially. This standard operating practice of the industry deserves, so deserves, to have the piss taken out of it endlessly, in my view. And, of course, superficially, they are somewhat pleasant to look at. Which is, of course, why Ming moles exist in the first place. Let me know what you think in the comments below, especially if you are a woman, especially if you're a Ming mole. I'd be overwhelmed to hear from you and what you think of your job, because after all, isn't this what really matters? Are you out there pro Ming Mole or opposed? Let me know, but do try to keep it clean.